This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. and welcome to this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Friday, June 5th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy world. I'm here with my co-hosts, Tony Sanfilippo and Ryan Wink. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing good. Morning, man. Morning. It's been a good week in the studio, and it is Friday. I'm happy about that. Yeah. I'm happy about Friday. I, know I am too. I know Christian's ready to sleep in. Oh, tomorrow. I'm sleeping the yeah. day away tomorrow. <laughs> Do oh, it, man. You, you know that. It. <laughs> Me too. Min- minimal sleeps all week, man. But I got to say, it's been nice having you guys in studio. We, yes. You know, we don't have that Zoom little disconnect, and uh, it's always fun when, uh, you know, you, you've got that live energy to sort of feed exactly. off Exactly. Of. You can look each other in the eye, know when someone wants to talk when they Ex- don't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to... Wait for the box. <laughs> I'm sure it's uh, nice for the listeners as well. We're all coming in clear. There's no uh, glitches, no losing Tony to the singularity. No. Yeah, nope. I'm uh, laughing in living color. Yes, sir. <laughs> so every morning I always pose a question yes. to you guys and, and try to ramp it up with a story that I've come across. Okay. I've been racking my brain trying to figure out what question to ask you guys based on this story. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll put it that way. So uh, I'll keep it easy. I'll keep it, you know, it's Friday. We've It's been a long week, you know, and I don't want to make you guys work too hard. So have you guys ever played a board game while under the influence of alcohol, marijuana, whatever it might be? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's actually a really good question. I mean, uh I've played, uh, there was one time we did Scategories. If you do Scategories drunk, that's a lot of fun. Um, Cards Against Humanity? Oh, oh always. That's like always. a go-to. That's, that's that's not a board game, but it's that's, game. That's like one of the best ones to do, and that seems to be a staple at most, like get-togethers, yes. things like that. We do, uh, I have a group of friends back in Colorado, and we have game nights every so often, and they do things like the Jackbox. Like so, Jackbox is on like Xbox, the Switch, yes, and stuff. Jackbox, and it's uh, you, you play with your phone, right? Yeah, you get on your phone, and there's a bunch of board games. There's like um, T-shirt designs, and you have to draw like little designs on your shirt, and then somebody puts titles, and and then it's like called T-shirt Fury, and. And then people will vote. Yeah, everyone votes on the stuff. It's like anonymous. It's a great game. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so cool. And there's a fibbage and like 
and it's cool because we take we poke fun at one another or something that happened at work and we'll throw it and there's always a running gag like somebody had said rum ham one time from it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> so they're always named rum ham. sometimes the joke is always rum ham and <laughs> and so much fun but that is a hoot yeah no, that's, know, a, that's a great one you should definitely check that out i will totally yeah, worth yeah, yeah. it awesome party game. yeah now not really a uh, board game but what about a ouija board have you ever uh or is that just too? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe when I was young, yeah. but I just I haven't gone down you haven't that. Uh, Mister Ouija. <laughs> no. Yeah, the last time I ever did that was uh, junior high, and and I was in a room, and well, with I was in a room, of course. You know, <laughs> I had I was my friends, in a room. but like the people I was with didn't know my middle name, and like one of the questions is like, "What is Tony's middle name?" And then it like totally went. And they didn't know it, and I didn't push the damn thing, so I broke the – I let go. I was like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. And it, did it spell it? It started to spell it, yeah. It, like, went – What's your middle name? Charles. 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 Oh, Charles oh, Rumham. Charles Sticky Rumham. fingers, Sam Filippo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weekly – every day it's like a new nickname. And just, it just add on. for Friday. But, yeah, it started to because the people I was with, they didn't know that. So I just let go. and they're like, You can't break it. I'm like, whoa, too late. So maybe that's why I like see stuff like now they're like, um, you broke the Ouija board in sixth grade. <laughs> You're cursed. <laughs> You're forever cursed. Your <laughs> love life will suffer forever. It's like those chain mails. If you don't send this to 12 people, <laughs> your love life is ruined forever. We're serious. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Whatever. Well, as I mentioned, you know, so the question was a little bit of a stretch, but this first sentence of this article is a lot to unpack. Okay. So, so All right. just... Brace yourselves. Ready. All right. A porn star has been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. Mm. Sounds like a hell of a good band name. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. Yes. Sounds like Mad Libs. Is that combo? <laughs> What's called combo? Is the, the, the psychedelic toad? Uh, yeah. What, is it is called combo? Does it say? Uh, they don't mention it in here. They actually talk about uh, what it is uh, scientifically. Okay, so, all right. Again, I'm going to repeat right, that first right, sentence. please. A porn star has been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. Nacho Vidal, it's a hell of a porn name, was detained last Nacho. week in the southeastern Valencia region in connection with the death of a man in July of 2019. Media identified the victim's fashion photographer, Jose Luis Abad. Quote, the police operation began following the victim's death during the celebration of a mystic ritual based on the inhalation of venom of the buffo alvarius toad. The toad, a rare species which is native to the Sonoran Desert, stretching from northern Mexico into California and Arizona, secretes venom containing a very powerful natural psychedelic uh, substance known as 5-MeO-DMT. Its effects have been compared to ayahuasca, a powerful hallucinogenic concoction from the Amazon consumed as part of a shamanic ritual. Following an 11-month inquiry, police arrested Vidal, one of his relatives, and an employee on suspicion of manslaughter and crimes against public health. Investigators said they had discovered such rituals being carried regularly on grounds they offered um, medicinal benefits. So... Again, on a Friday, that's a lot to unpack. A lot to unpack. Spanish porn star, manslaughter, <laughs> mystic ritual, psychedelic toads. I am Nacho, and this is Hypnotoad. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, 
That's, uh, that's there's a lot so to much. There's, I have more questions than comments. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and unfortunately, we don't have time to address. <laughs> okay, <them>. that's. <laughs> but folks, let's talk about today's show. It is a Friday. It's Friday, We have a fun one lined up for you. As always, we have good news, everyone. We want to tell some good stories, make you feel good going into the weekend, especially right now, given everything that's going on. On the opposite end, lottery curses. You know, you always hear the people who win big end up losing big as well. Our call-in contest today, and again, all you have to do is call in, share your story. We're looking for odd things that you collect. Pretty easy. Mm, We have 90s life hacks. Throw a little nostalgia in there for you. This day in history, and up next is Tony with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Friday, June 5th. Now, we have set up a a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners, an opportunity to chime in on anything we talk about. Just give us your thoughts. That is the Phoenix line. You can call us at 855 Phoenix Radio, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile those up, put them out in a future show. I think we only need one or two more to to get a full segment. Cool. And uh, it's been entertaining so far. Nice. So uh, definitely encourage you guys to call in. And it, it can be silly. It can be stupid. Uh, you know, if you're out uh, partying this weekend and need something to do at 2 a.m. in the morning, give us a call. Don't don't go Ouija. Don't yeah. go, no. Go down the Ouija board this week, kids. <laughs> no no toad venom for you today. Go, yeah. <laughs> Did you know they sell the Ouija board and stuff like at Target and Walmart, which is so weird? Like, that wasn't like the old school ones, you know. Old Charles yeah. got freaked out. Charles got scared. <laughs> yeah. Mystic talk. Mystic This one time I was a kid, I was scared. <laughs> well, we are into the second segment of the show, and as always, that means Tony is here with our entertainment news. Good Friday, everybody. It's Sticky Finger Sanfilippo here, <laughs> the, the man who's afraid of the Ouija board and the one that's going to give you some entertainment news. Today, we have some excellent news. We have some weird and kind of disturbing entertainment news. We have... Um, haha, that's likely never going to happen news, and we have some random bits, and maybe we'll do an entertainment snippet of history. Let's roll. Good tease. With the news. All right, first news is, as we know, graduations went across the the nation, even though they were virtual or drive-through or however. Jet ski. Your city on a jet ski down in the Keys. Good throwback. Florida. Florida. America's penis. Florida. (laughs) Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anywho's so um down in San Dimas, California. Woo! woo uh Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter who played notorious uh, Bill and Ted. Excellent! They 
decide to to help out during uh, San Dimas uh, class of 2020's uh, group of high school students. They got during their virtual graduation ceremony. The pair made an appearance during the celebration where the 1990 or 1989 film was set. Keanu Reeves was sporting a T-shirt that had the character's catchphrase, be excellent to each other. They introduced themselves as Bill and Ted's band, Wild Stallions. We know that it is a tough time right now, and you're having to do this virtual graduation. We want to wish you the best of luck moving forward. Reeves added congratulations to the class of 2020. Well done. Like, he totally did it in the character of... Uh, Ted, so that's awesome. San Dimas High School rules, and uh, <laughs> Reeves shouting, "Yeah, rules!" So they totally played as their characters. Now we know that they'll be coming back as Bill and Ted face the music uh, in at hopefully this summer. At some point, we'll see. Who knows? But uh, I thought that was cool that they came out and actually did that. However, I don't know if the class of 2020 really knew who the <laughs> hell they were. Minus Keanu Reeves, they're probably like, "Holy crap, John Wick was in there." <laughs> You Let's know, see. They yeah. came out 10, 11 years before the – wait, no, 13 years before these kids were even born. Yeah. 89? Yeah. Yep. I just I just did – did you guys see how quickly I did that, that math? That's good math the on, a on a The The pun master cruncher. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was wrong. No, that's a good question. They're like, who are, these, who are these dudes? Yeah, I can guarantee you they had no idea who Alex Winter was. No. Like I would have been like, who the hell is this but guy? But they are from San Dimas. Yeah. So – Maybe. That would make it more likely yeah. that even given their age, they know about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, they'll be like, Mom, John Wick and some curly-haired guys show up. <laughs> so, still excellent nonetheless. Now on to the weird news that I found today. Um, you guys remember Alicia Silverstone? Yeah, Hot Chicken cl- Clueless. Totally. Clueless, yeah. All right, well. The headline's grabbing, but uh, we're going to roll with this. So Alicia Silverstone is opening up about quarantine activity that she enjoys, and it involves her nine-year-old son, Bear Blue. That's his name. Bear What's Blue. his name? Bear Blue. Bear Just Blue? Bear Blue. Silverstone. BB. BB. This is my kid, BB-8. <laughs> he is nine years old. Anyways, the headline is, uh, my son and I take baths together, Silverstone 43 told the New York Times in a recent interview while discussing life while social distancing. While he's not with me, I take a bath, and that feels really nourishing and comforting. And she is divorced now. Um, I don't know why that was relevant. Thanks, Yahoo. The former couple got married in 20, 2005, had the baby, divorced in 2018. What a what a clickbait article. The whole thing was just like she likes to take baths with her nine-year-old kid, and I found that to be kind of disturbing. Oh, my God. Age. Who the hell cares? Exactly. It's a slow <laughs> Friday news. I was hoping for more from the Elisa Silverstone, but that was just – that was a weird I one. I feel like the cutoff's like five. Yeah, well – yeah, nine, I, nine's I a little Nine's a little much because you're on that cusp of being a young man, and that's just a little weird. Now – She's still very. Does it say her kids or son or daughter? A son. He looks like a daughter. Like there was a little Instagram post. Bear blue. Bear, bear blue. Oh, bear blue. Oh, bear blue. I'm gonna go take a pic. I'm gonna go take a bath with mom. My boy, bear blue. <laughs> You're my boy, bear You're blue. You're my boy. Now on to the fantasy. Ha ha. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> News. Uh, we always talk about the new mutants, or I seem to bring it in and as the new world turns <laughs> always dr- very dramatic uh the new mutants uh josh boone is hopeful that this film will be so successful he could do a trilogy well brother my thought is hopefully 
Your movie even sees the light of day before you can even dream of a trilogy. Hope for a sequel. Putting the cart before the horse. Absolutely. He's pulling, yeah. you know, he's definitely. I've, I know some folks who do that. <laughs> yes, we know one quite well. <laughs> well so, and we know that cart got lost on the trail uh, way yeah, back. So. Yeah, and this thing, I mean, his, his quote of the article is, ultimately, after all this time, I was able to make my new Mutants film. Little as you know, it'll probably be butchered and edited and everything. <laughs> and he's proud of it. Um, now he's hoping that it's going to be so successful that the studio will allow him to complete a trilogy. I have it all planned out. Well, here's to hoping that even the first one comes out there. So Inconceivable! <laughs> yes. So now on to uh, streaming news, because we like to talk streaming a lot. So HBO Max has been out about a week now. Has anyone DM'd you their, their login credentials? Not yet. Um, Savages. Still waiting. Share it. So, yeah. Names he, Wink. At Names Wink. Just hit the DMs. Slide in the DMs. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Look at it this way. Your small contribution helps feed content for this show. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, for as low as $1 a day, you can feed a poor, <laughs> poor ch- starving child in Africa. <laughs> in the arms of the <laughs> This segment just Thank went you. off the rails. I, I appreciate, I appreciate um, you guys having my back on that. Yeah. I've got all the other streaming services. Yeah. For free. So, so please share. <laughs> nah, I pay. I pay. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, Chris, what do you think the uh, most popular, uh, like what's the most popular watch show on HBO Max? Friends. Okay. What would you say? I know you can see the screen. <laughs> uh, 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 Game of Thrones. Okay, perfect. So those would be the two. You'd be wrong. It is Looney Tunes. Interesting. Yeah, Looney- How do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> Looney and then T U N E S. Okay, I remember it being T O O N S. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Freaking Mandela effect. Go back and check that segment. That Call back, one. son. Um, so with it being out, yeah, their new uh, Looney Tunes show is uh, the second most popular series since it debuted. So, um, kind of interesting. I would have thought Friends or Game of Thrones for right? sure, but uh, yeah, in streaming world, uh, HBO Max is out now. Please DM it to Mr. Ryan <laughs> Wink and uh, check out Looney Tunes. It's the most popular show. And to drag this bad boy out before the birthdays, <laughs> hey, fun news: NBA. Uh, it's a sports one. NBA approved its plan to resume the season at Disney World Sports Complex. So um, same thing kind of with the N- NHL. They're going to be playing in one central location Uh-oh. do the playoffs. Uh, the NBA is going to go ahead and put together a little season. They have something on the uh, a kind of a game plan where they want to resume – just a shortened season, have that wrap up with playoffs and everything, and then they'll do uh, kind of a summer league to get them back into sports shape. So if you're a fan of the NBA, that's coming back, and now we will roll. And just a quick side note, uh, tuned into ESPN the other day, they had the National Cornhole Championship, so uh, NBA will be a welcome return. Absolutely. Glad you caught that. You Stoked you caught that? Oh, it was riveting. I just... It is riveting. It is. Watching it, especially. And at Cornhole, he threw it from here. <laughs> and not to borrow from Ryan's This Day in History, no, but, right. but this movie day in history, The Hangover, was released in 2009. Nice. Not getting a sig on my this, beep. This is my wolf pack. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great movie. Still holds up well. Um, Let's head into celebrity birthdays, yeah. why don't we?
righty. Let's roll out with the birthdays. Today is Mr. Mark Wahlberg's 48th birthday. If you didn't mention my birthday, I'm going to give you a world-class knuckle sandwich. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time, buddy. I like knuckle sandwiches. Uh, Joe Gatto. Hey. hey. Practical uh, Jokers. Practical Jokers. Great show. Awesome show, Great right? Great show. Nick Kroll, 41. He's a TV He's actor. He's great. He's hilarious. Kenny G. Hey. Six, Sax on the beach. Sax on the beach with Kenny G. <laughs> he is 63. Wow, Kenny G. Kenny holding G. up well. Sam Darnold, the Jets quarterback for this year, 22. His wow. career's almost over so, already because yeah. he plays with the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> and the last birthday of today is Mr. Happy Happy at the salon. Mr. Robert Kraft. Yes, owns the Patriots. Oh. Yeah, the salon oh, thing. Yeah. 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 He was getting a massage, a masseuse. But anyways, Mr. <laughs> Kraft is 78 years old and has way more Super Bowl rings than we could ever dream about. And that is your Celebrity Birthdays for Friday, June 5th. And when we come back, we've got good news, everyone, taking you into the weekend on a high note. Don't go anywhere. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Friday, June 5th. We are all over social media. Many of you are watching us even on Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Uh, we are available in uh, replay on the AUN TV network, 15 TV stations across Northern California, Northern Nevada. See us live and in high def. But if you want to get a hold of us on social media, you can do that. I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. As always, that's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo, that's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. And Ryan is available at facebook.com forward slash Ryan.wink, or on Instagram at nameswink. Now, uh, as we do on Fridays, uh, you know, there's some craziness in the world. You know, you, you tune into the news and it's not always positive. Well, we want to be that positivity for you heading into the weekend. And that's why we have this segment every Friday titled Good News, Everyone. All right. So I'll go ahead and start it off. My good news is uh, in the the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic has put many milestone celebrations on hold from weddings to birthday parties families are now finding ways to enjoy big days remotely or canceling the festivities altogether for millions of students in the class of 2020 a season of graduation parties is being replaced with virtual celebrations or quiet evenings at home to make the loss of those big bashes a little sweeter, one baker in Minnesota has found a sweet way to make local kids feel special. Last month, Hannish Bakery and Coffee Shop in the town of Red Wing decided to make a custom cake for every graduating senior at nearby Red Wing High School. The inspiration for the kind deed came from an unlikely source. In April, Bill Hannish, the owner of Hannish Bakery, was watching a coronavirus pandemic briefing. 
After discussing statewide lockdowns, the governor of Minnesota started talking about Red Wing, and according to Hanish, quote, he just had kind words to say about our town. While watching the conference, Hanish felt motivated to bring some joy to the students he now knew would be missing out on a special day. Quote, I just knew we had to do something for these kids graduating from Red Wing High School. He said Hanish himself graduated from Red Wing in 1988. It's great to see when local businesses, those that uh, are working, can uh, give back to those that are missing out a little bit. And a thousand cakes to graduating seniors, that is a huge task. Wow, that sounds like a, that was a sweet gesture. That was delicious. What a <sighs> hold delicious on, hold word. on, wait, it's coming. <laughs> wait, it's that Friday. Was, you, you hold on. That, that was you, a sweet gesture. Hold on. You earned that. Just double. <laughs> That was two. Uh, two puns. That was a slice of good news right there. That was. <laughs> um, that was really the icing on top of a good week. <laughs> hey, you got to get the one cricket in, too. <laughs> well, that's – no, I was trying to imagine, you know, graduation was such a big time for all of us, oh, you wow. know, like – it's such a weird time yeah, to be I graduating think that, right I now. think that's really awesome that they did that. You know, it's a nice gesture at, uh, to get that out for the kids. Yeah, or? we had parties, safe grad, great America. Yeah. They've got their bedroom with Zoom. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. A thousand about cakes. It. Yeah. Ooh, talk about the tummy ache. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> so, folks, that is my... Good news, everyone. That was good news. Over to you, Ryan. All right, another COVID-related story, but it's a, it's a, good, a good news story, so let's just get into it. A feisty 103-year-old grandma celebrates COVID recovery by drinking an ice-cold Bud Light. <laughs> this 103-year-old woman was given a slim chance of survival after she was hospitalized with a case of the novel coronavirus earlier this month. Jenny Stenya, a feisty Polish grandmother from Easton, Massachusetts, was the first resident of her nursing home to be diagnosed with the virus after she contracted a low-grade fever. Despite being moved to a quarantine ward, her condition worsened. Nursing home staffers eventually called Stenya's granddaughter, Shelly Gunn, and advised her to say her final goodbyes before it was too late. According to the Easton, Easton Wicked Local, Gunn's husband asked Stenya if she was ready to go to heaven, and Stenya reportedly responded with a resounding, Hell yes! <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Like, I saw the picture of uh, the old lady in bed with that. You yeah, know, you should post phone. it. You definitely got to post and, this on the page. It's just awesome. Like, she's in her little hospital bed with the Bud Light. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. But just I can see that. She's Hell feisty. yeah! <laughs> Hell yes. Let's party, bitches. So to everyone's <laughs> shock, however, Stenya made a full recovery from the virus. As a means of celebrating her recovery, nursing home staffers gave her a bottle of Bud Light, a drink which Stenya loves, but has not gotten to enjoy in a long time. Since Stenya's story has been shared across international news outlets, social media users have hailed the grandma for her strength and for her good taste. It's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically it. She uh, she looks like a real champ. She does. <laughs> I love that picture. 103 awesome. years old, you, huh? You ready to go to heaven, Stanya? Hell yes. Hell yes, I am. I mean, let me finish this Bud Light first. <laughs> Nah, that's. Do you, I, I like this lady. Do you yeah. guys ever notice that when they find you know these women who live into their hundreds? Because let's face it, us guys aren't aren't living to be a hundred. <laughs> but uh, they always ask them, you know, what what's the key to longevity? And it's always like chain smoking and drinking alcohol. <laughs> yeah, it's always something. Well, that was the thing. Like there was a uh, magazine at the at your grocery stores, and Betty White's on there, and it's like how she's coping with. 
the pandemic and what she's been doing, isolating, and her love of vodka. That's kept her. And dude, she is a treasure. She's like, a legend. Like she's... I hope that that like that's how Betty White would be. I like, want her around for oh yeah, forever. Long, Don't forever. let her go. Her yeah. Willie Nelson and Keith Richards are outliving us all. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. sure. Just awesome. But Ryan, I would certainly say that that is good news, everyone. Tony. All right, my good news is it was kind of a it's a heart warmer one that goes in the vein of the uh, you know the high school students that were affected. So um, mine is uh, a seven year old throws prom for a nanny whose prom was canceled. So after learning that his nanny's prom was canceled due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, seven year old Curtis Rogers decided he would throw her a mini prom himself. A senior at Sanderson High School in Raleigh, North Carolina. Rachel Chapman has worked as a nanny for the Rogers family for the past year. After a class of 2020 parade in her neighborhood, Chapman returned home and found Curtis standing in front of her house with the sign that read, Mini prom isn't today, but will you go on Monday? It was his version of a promposal. Uh, (laughs) That's what it said. Apparently that was a thing. Like We just asked if you wanted to go to prom. But promposals are a thing. He came up with the slogan, Alyssa Rogers, Curtis' mother, told today. He's a pretty creative kid and really wanted to make sure everything was perfect. Of course, she said yes to our mini prom, and she came over two days later. Uh, on prom night, Curtis picked out his outfit himself, a navy checkered tuxedo, complete with a purple bow tie that matched Chapman's dress. Once Chapman arrived, Curtis was waiting outside with a red pool noodle. It was his idea. <laughs> it was an idea Alyssa came up with as a clever way to promote social distancing during the prom. In the backyard, Curtis had set up a long table for the two of them, complete with a fancy place setting, flowers, and Chapman's senior portrait. For dinner, Curtis planned a full meal of their favorite foods, apples, peanut butter, as an apple t- as an appetizer. Chick- an appetizer? As an appetizer. Stop. Mr. Appletini himself. <laughs> Chick-fil-A for dinner and tropical smoothies for dessert. It was really sweet. He even got my favorite drink and sauce. He remembered it all, said Chapman 17, who will be attending East Carolina University in the fall. And, of course, no prom would be complete without dancing. The playlist uh, created – they totally spelled this wrong. It said – they just butchered the word. The playlist created by Curtis included songs from their movies – from the movies Frozen and Moana. Chapman was touched that Curtis wanted to do something so nice for her – and she said it made her feel so special because it showed somebody really cared. I think it's really nice considering that the girl didn't get a true prom and, you know, someone she nanny just A seven-year-old, so too. It really shows the younger generation has a prom missing future. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if in the tropical smoothie there was pomegranates. <laughs> I wonder if uh, she showed up promptly to the date. That's good. I'll, yeah, that's I'll stop good. it there. I like Those it. are all good. Yeah, I guarantee that this kid has a crush on his nanny. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I'll, no I'll, doubt. And I'll First thing that, I thought. Yeah, I'll share the story, and you can see little Curtis. And uh, Please and tell me they took one of those awkward prom photos. <laughs> well, it's social distancing, so right. maybe a pool noodle in between. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I love so, those. So the prom picture is Curtis in his treehouse uh, above... And oh, he's what a stud. Like a stud. Like he is a like, stud dressed yeah. to the nines. And, and his date, she's about six feet away, and she's just doing a nice little lean-in. It's cute. That is cute. Yeah, but he totally laid it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's dressed nice, too. Yeah. Sharp. But yeah, I'll share that on the Christian Phoenix page, so Perfect. check that out. Yeah. Well, that was also... Good news, everyone. 
Folks, when we come back, we've got lottery curses. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a few. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we want to thank you folks for sticking with us today. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Friday, June 5th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or want to catch up on any of our previous shows, easy enough to do so, head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast links, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can get just about everything you need there. Or you can head over to your favorite podcast platform, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, so many more. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, as always, sharing is caring. Now, wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the lottery. Obviously, as things are opening up, lotteries are going to uh, you know, become more prevalent again, obviously, with you know, people out of work. They're, they're hoping to win the big one. Right. Have you guys ever fantasized about what you would do if you won the lottery? Oh, yeah. Who yeah. hasn't? It's it's that's always the that like fantasy one of the fantasy dreams yeah. it's like man if i ever hit that i'd take care of this friend this yeah. family member i'd get this and and you know even amongst last night i had you know a nice backyard barbecue with the fam and you know my aunt i love her she still believes like publishers clearing house is going to show up at her house one day and that's cool the it's, giant oversized yeah, check it's and... okay to have it but i love the stories you share like what would you do with it um, who, who would you take care? Of? And it's yeah. funny because my uncle's like, he's like, my wife wants me. She wasn't there, but he's like, my wife wants me to buy like another house. He's like, the hell with that. I'd be buying me some hot rods and Mopar cars, and like he was all about his his muscle vehicles. So yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, I've I think I could sum what I, up what I would do within two words: Wink Island. Does it take reservations? Because that just sounds like a good time. Oh, it's a good time. So I'll just, that's the umbrella of taking care of everyone. Just come to Wink Island. Done. I like Boom. it. Boom. I like it. Simple. Trademarked Wink <laughs> Island. Yeah, when, uh, you know, I mentioned I was in the car business, had a client who had won the lottery, and, you know, he was one of these guys who always walked through and with scratchers, you know, the, right. the scratch off, hand them out to everybody because he wanted everybody to win. Yeah. You know? He was that sort of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you always hear the curse of the lottery, you right. know, the people who win big and then obviously lose it all for whatever reason. And I don't know if it's so much of a curse it is, as it is um, just poor decision-making. Fair. So <laughs> let's find, let's. I feel like we're gonna find out in this next. We segment. are about to say out. unless you find out unless you end up like uh, was it Hugo from uh, Lost after he won oh. that it was like all the bad stuff started happening to him. No, that was a TV show, though, of course. <laughs> that wasn't real. <laughs> no, but Wink Island can be real, and I like I like that new fantasy. So yeah. Wink mm-hmm. Island. My sister and I we we often have talked about it. We buy lottery tickets together and we're like wink island if we hit it wink island tonight's entertainment by <laughs> ultimate fantastic it seems to me an insurmountable amount of money <laughs> <laughs> all right so unlike many winners andrew jack whitaker was already wealthy when he won the largest jackpot ever awarded to a single single powerball ticket on christmas morning in 2002 merry christmas he, yeah no kidding he chose a lump sum payment instead of an annuity, so he took home 113 some million from his $314.9 million lottery ticket. Chump change, right? Yeah. 
He added that to the money he had earned himself working his way up from poverty to the owner of a West Virginia contracting company. When he bought the ticket, his company was doing about $15 million a year in contracts. Damn. However, Jack Whitaker found his lottery winnings changed him more than he <laughs> more than the wealth he'd earned himself did. Jack Whitaker did a lot of good with the money he won, setting up a charitable foundation, donating money to building churches in West Virginia, and even giving the woman who sold him the winning ticket a new house, a new car, and a pile of cash. Nevertheless, the lottery curse hit him. Not all states let winners stay anonymous, and Jack Whitaker's win was widely publicized. He was deluged with people asking for money and favors. Now, here's where the poor decision-making comes in. He developed a habit of leaving large amounts of money in his car, which became widely known. One evening, when he was visiting a strip club, someone stole about half a million dollars out of his car. Later in a se separate incident, $100,000 was stolen from another car. I would say that's less of a curse and more of just, just very, very poor decision-making. My name is Jeff. Yeah, no, that's... I mean... Dude. 113 million though. Like, Let's see. Why are you carrying all that cash on you? Throw in the uh, damn bank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Those are I, those IOUs are as good as gold. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we promise to pay everyone back. They're all accounted for. Wow. Uh. Why? Why did he leave the 100k in the car no, at the doubt. strip club? Yeah. Oh. I wonder if it was all in ones. <laughs> Just goes in there. It's like the whole bag. Seats. You're he like, made, this dude's a hoarder. What? Make it rain. He made a tropical storm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. When Curtis Sharp Jr. won a $5 million jackpot in 1982, he, he was a dream come true for the lottery winner's uh, public relations department. The lottery was facing an image problem, and Curtis Sharp Jr. was just the person they needed to spread the word that everyday people could turn their lives around by buying a ticket. Curtis Sharp Jr., who had been a dishwasher before he struck it rich, became known as the $5 million man. With his larger-than-life personality, his distinctive bowler hat, and the way he loved to flash his newly won money around, he was a walking advertisement for the lottery. Parties, women, new houses, flashy cars, he lived big and became one of the lottery's best-known winners because of it. Unfortunately, Curtis Sharp Jr.'s lifestyle wasn't sustainable. What? <laughs> He was spending more than his big yearly checks covered, and his party-hard attitude was wearing on him. The lottery curse had hit hard. The year after he won the lottery, he left his wife for a lover and had a huge wedding. Five years later, his second wife had divorced him, too. He was drinking hard to the point where he'd pass out outside of his new girlfriend's house. And the money had ran out. He had to borrow money from his first wife. Luckily, his story has a happy ending. After a drunk driving incident, Curtis Sharp Jr. found God. He stopped drinking, stopped partying, cleaned up his act, and became a minister. But he still buys lottery tickets to this day. <laughs> so Five million, that's it? That's yeah. it. But you 19, can't go too hard. No, you can't. But in 1982, though, you think five million. Five million's not bad. They're not No, you shabby. can stretch it if you're smart. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? People, it's like celebrities that have like so much money, and you hear that they go bankrupt. It's right. the outlandish spending, and it's okay to splurge and have fun, but you hear it mostly from like uh, sports stars. You know, these yeah. these are kids who you know grew up, uh, you know, went to college, and, and you know the dreams of money, and then they get the money, not realizing that the average sports career is five years, right. if that. Right. You got to invest. Got to invest. 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 Real estate. Yeah. 
Always have something to fall back on with that, yeah. Look at you being money savvy. Wink You know, this Island. is coming from Wink Island, guy. <laughs> Island. <laughs> Don't do anything stupid, but Wink Island. Hey, Wink Island is a good idea, all I, right? I, I like it because I, you're investing. Right. You're going to have real estate. Right. It's going to be a destination. Right. The, the income is going to flow, so it is a nice investment. It's a damn good dream. I'm and, fully supportive of And if all else dream. fails... I go to Wink Island. Yeah. Live out my days. That's that's where you go. On it's my island. It's your island. <laughs> I like that plan. Here's a hell of a name. When Wild Willie Seely. <laughs> Wild Willie. And he's from Carson City. <laughs> yeah. And fifteen of his Put coworkers Telegraph. formed a lottery pool that won a big jackpot in August of twenty thirteen. It seemed like a blessing, but it only took a few weeks for Willie Seely to feel he had been hit by the lottery curse. The lottery pool, known as Ocean 16, bought a ticket that was one of three to win $450 million Powerball jackpot. At a press conference, Willie Seeley said that he and his wife were happy, happy, happy. Joy, joy. (laughs) And planning to spend their days fishing, hunting, and relaxing. But it didn't take long for the downside to winning a lottery jackpot to appear. It's hard to go fishing when you're being followed by reporters and camera crews clamoring for an interview or an appearance on a reality TV show. And distant relatives and complete strangers coming to your house to ask for handouts made it hard to relax. Plus, it was a shock to realize that after splitting the jackpot three ways, then splitting the remainder among the 16 members of the lottery pool, not even $4 million was left over after taxes. Not even $4 million? Oh. (laughs) What, what sounds, would you do? Sounds horrible. Yeah, awful. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Four million was enough for the couples to buy new vehicles, help their families, and quit their jobs, but not the never worry about money again windfall it had seemed at first. Only weeks after their initial exuberance, Willie Seely and his wife were bemoaning the lottery curse. Quote, there are days I wish we were back to just getting paid every two weeks. <laughs> right. Mm. You have to change Fair your whole way of new. life, but we didn't want to change the way we lived. So, and, you know, always that's one of the fears that, you know, people are just going to come after you and be like, hey, you know, help, help a brother out. You know? Which yeah. you can. It's all about the investment yeah. and the not too lavish of spending. If you have $4 million, make a plan. Get a financial advisor. Yeah. That right? Seems Diversify your bonds, yeah. son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see if I can get through this story before we head to our break. After winning $40 million from the Florida Lottery in 2006, Abraham Shakespeare was more than generous with <laughs> well, his money. Wild Willie Sears wow. and Abraham Shakespeare? All right, carry on. Although he gave money to nearly everyone who asked, his kindness didn't give him immunity from the lottery curse. Abraham, a high school dropout and convict from Florida? No. Florida man. Who, <laughs> who couldn't even read won the lottery when he stopped at a convenience store with a co-worker and gave the co-worker a couple bucks to buy a ticket. His trouble started almost immediately. His co-worker took Shakespeare to court, accusing him of stealing the tickets and the jackpot from him. Shakespeare won the suit, but his troubles didn't end there. So many people were asking Shakespeare for money that he said, quote, I'd have been better off broke. I thought all these people were my friends, but then I realized all they want is money. Then he met Dee Dee Moore, who said she wanted to write about his experiences. She uh, also said she'd help manage his money. When he agreed, she immediately started spending it on herself, buying herself a Hummer and a Corvette. She even took possessions from his home. Uh, But apparently stealing from Shakespeare wasn't enough for Moore, who killed Shakespeare and buried his body under concrete slabs at her boyfriend's house. Carol Baskins. Goes to show, don't play the lottery. Wow. 
It's only gonna cost Killiam, you your life. Killiam Shakespeare. <laughs> Killiam Shakespeare. Kill, kill Shakespeare. <laughs> Folks, we'll see you after the long break. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. my hands of this weirdness. Back to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Friday, June 5th. Hopefully you guys had a nice long break, enjoyed some news, but we are back to be your daily dose of laugh and levities in a crazy world. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ryan Wink and Tony Sanfilippo, or also known as Sticky Fingers Sanfilippo. Sticky Fingers, Charles, whatever. <laughs> Just take me to Wink Island already. <laughs> Just as long as it's not Brother Cream, right? Yeah. <laughs> After that last segment, man, I... I'm just now. I'm on board with this Wink Island. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You're you're on the team. I'm on team. You're on team Wink Island. I'd be an investor in Wink Island. Awesome. Yeah. I think maybe one of these days we need to have a, a planning session for Wink Island. I'm down. What it's going to include. Exactly. Yeah. Just as long as there's a Jamba Juice on there. Oh, was that what it would require for you? Jamba for, Juice. That's all I need. That's all you need? That's all Just a jump? That's it? Just a jump and juice. He's and a can, simple man. Could you set up a Dutch Brothers with some <laughs> No, <laughs> I cannot. I absolutely refuse. That's right. Hey, he what are you guys doing? Line. Go to the beach today? That sounds so fun. I wish I didn't have to work and I could just go. Welcome to Wink Island. <laughs> Hi, my name's Karen. <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Friday, it's like, baby. It's like all of the shows from this week are just... just we did. It just all kind of melts at the end, yeah. And I'm feeling better this hour. I got to run and go to the bathroom. So much coffee and water, but the bathroom is so far here at the studio. It is. It is. It's like... It's, it's, like a, a, it's, it's an exercise. It's an eighth of a mile. Yeah. Round trip. Yeah, it is. Got the heart rate up a little bit. A little bit. Working yeah. up a sweat. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, during the breaks, you just got you got not much time for that. No. Woo. No, you can't do it on the three-minute. Nope. Well, as we do at the beginning of the second hour, this is time for you guys, the listener, to shine. It is an interactive show. We want you to call in at the end of this segment as we set up the topic. That number is 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world. And today's call-in topic is also a call-in contest. So for anybody who calls in, you're entered into the contest to win a $30 eBay gift card. And I'll explain why it's eBay here eBay. in just a second. Again, that number is 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Today we are talking about uh, odd things that you collect. Many people are collectors of various trinkets and, and goods and things along those lines, and uh, some stranger than others. Mm. You know, yeah, uh, Goldfinger. <laughs> Gold member of Goldfinger. <laughs> Mess that one up. <laughs> 
James ooh, Bond. Ooh, that's a, that's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tony, you know, you and I are both uh, geeky nerdy guys. Geeky nerdy guys. GNGs. GNGs. And we're uh, dynamite. Tony's got a collection that uh, is somewhat unique, but uh, not unfounded in the geeky nerdy guy uh, realm. Oh yeah, the embarrassing. Uh, the one that I swore I was never going to get into, and that's those uh, Funko Pops, those little uh, figures. Uh, they have the big black eyes and uh, like the bobbleheads of like mm-hmm. all the like Back to the Future. I had. was that all the ones you the show Wayne's when World you're on the yeah during that uh, episode a couple weeks ago. Yeah, when you were talking that yeah those. So it started as uh, we call her my adopted mom Renee. She got me uh, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. One and I and I was always looked at my like, those look cool. If I was a kid, I'd totally buy those things. I had no interest in buying them because you you got to have like the sets and all that stuff. And there's so many. There's there's Funko Pops for anything and everything you can think of. You know, I wouldn't be surprised one day if we didn't have Ultimate Fantastic Funko Pops. I mean, they, a little they little have, Ryan one. They have the licenses for everything. Really? Yeah. Everything. How do you get that? I, they have it, and, and there's so many cool ones, and they go into great detail with some of the stuff. And, you know, it started with that, and then, uh, you know, with Avengers, I saw some cool ones. I go, oh, that looks cool. And it's like it slowly becomes a thing, and then it's like it just blew up over the last couple of years. I have so many of them that uh, one of my friends, uh, she, uh, she went and checked on my house, and she snapped me she goes geez uh, collect much <laughs> you know it's like i have denver bronco ones colorado rocky ones avalanche ones wayne's world back to the future how many Ghostbusters. Th- would you say you have oh geez in the last few years i'm i'm probably up to an, a little over a hundred of them and how much are they each uh they vary it could okay. be like five to fifteen dollars just depending yeah. and it's not like you buy them all at once like, right but the average going is probably about eight the newer ones are like eight to ten. Yeah, retail's about ten bucks. Yeah, and a lot that. of them I so got is gifts. Spend roughly a thousand bucks on them. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to. Yeah, over the years. Right. Yeah, well, over the yeah. years, it yeah. doesn't seem too like, bad. Like not like right now. Like of I, did, I didn't go uh, Big Willie. Like <laughs> Big Will Will uh, William or who was the Shakespeare one that had the name? Oh, that was uh, Abraham Shakespeare. Abraham, I didn't go Abraham Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I didn't just throw it down. And say, Hey, mom, you see Bill Shakespeare over there? He's right there buying all those Funko Pops. But no, it's. Uh, it's a weird collection, and I don't go. You find it helps with the ladies? Oh, God no! Like, I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't imagine like you know, like you know, but it, it fits the personality yeah, and for stuff. Sure. You know, it's not like I'm gonna bring a girl back to you know the pad and be like, "Want to see my Funko Pop collection?" Well, you gotta yeah. be true to yourself too, as yeah. a GNG. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. When you go in, it fits the theme. So, like, if you guys ever watch uh, when I'm at home doing the show, you can see it in the background. It's just decorations. Yeah. Not, I, I think it looks cool. Anything. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Do you collect anything in particular? Uh yeah, I do, but not much. I'm, I'm very minimalist. I don't. A couple plants, a couple pieces of furniture, a couple of dishes. Um, but I do uh, have a pretty good collection of wigs. <laughs> now I'll explain. Yes. <laughs> so and we'll be right back. No. So I'm a character. So messages. I do. I like to do characters. I do like to do character acting. So. I'm a bald man for different characters. It helps to have different wigs. So I don't like go to wig stores to buy them, though. I'll usually find them at thrift stores on a mannequin, and then I'll just figure out a way to buy it. I'm like, hey, how much you want for that wig? They're like, 
it's not for sale. And I'm like, how much money do I have to put on this counter right now to make it happen? They'll be like, 10 bucks. I'm like, done. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, there's nothing weird about a wig collection. No, well, especially for those. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> I was going to say, I have seen your skits with the wigs, and they, they are great. Awesome, man. man. They, Thank they, you. they amp up your character style. And for those that don't know, and you know, you just hear Ryan on the show, outside of here, man, Ryan's character acting is hilarious. And I can't wait to see some of these characters on the show down the yeah, line. It's a lot of fun. But we are giving away a $30 eBay gift card. Obviously, the help with those people collecting things. We want to hear about Funko. your unusual collections. Give us a call. Phone lines are open right now. 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Give us a call. Don't be shy. We'll be back in just a couple minutes to hear from you. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Friday, June 5th. Unlike what the announcer said just before we came back, we don't want you to text. We want you to call. We want those phone lines to light up. We're giving away a $30 eBay gift card. And all you have to do is just share what you collect. It doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be crazy. And we're not going to make fun of you for it. But uh, we just want to hear from you. We yeah. want you to interact. And a possible invite to Wink Island down the road. Yes. Ooh. So just call now. <laughs> Act now. Sweeten the pot. <laughs> Again, that number, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. We are talking about uh, collectibles, odd collectibles, strange collectibles, just collectibles in general. And, uh, you know, we were talking with uh, uh, Ryan before the break. He collects wigs for the different characters that he does. Not weird at all. Nope. Um, Tony is into pop figures. For me, as a kid growing up, I collected comic books. Okay. A lot of kids did. Yeah. Nothing out of the ordinary there. Um, you know, unfortunately, down the road, I ended up selling most of them, which kicked myself in the ass for doing yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of those were worth quite a bit of money. Really? Yeah. Yeah, in today's market. Maybe you could check my collection at some point, and you guys may be able to tell me if anything's worth something. You still got comic books? I have comic books in my mom's garage in a box Ooh. in plastic. Be like, this one will buy you Wink Island. <laughs> yeah, it could. You never know, man. A All lot right. of those go. It's like baseball cards. It, I have a bunch of those, too. Yeah, because it's, fu it's funny. Yesterday, in amongst the mess of... Uh, Helping your sister find her car keys <laughs> in that adventure. Like, I found uh, just randomly there was baseball cards. Like, I found a Moses Alou, a rated rookie Don Russ card in one of her drawers. I go, yeah, baseball cards? She goes, yeah, I'm hoping to see if I can sell any. I go, well, well Jen, they're, they're in the drawer. They're probably, probably not worth a lot. <laughs> yeah, keep them in plastic. Yeah, you, you got gotta, a call? You got to keep them We in. have a call. We have a call. See, that delayed nicely. <laughs> there you go. That was a shout-out for Jen, too. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go to our caller. Who are we speaking with? Uh, this is Tim Charles. Tim Charles. Tim Charles. <laughs> Frequent co contributor and actually the uh, reason for this topic today. Uh, <laughs> Tim, we know that you collect many things, but uh, what might be the stranger of those? Yeah, I figure since nobody's calling in, I might as well call in. And uh, I don't, I don't think they're strange. <laughs> I've had some weird looks when I tell people that I collect these. 
I mean, the first thing I collect is um, old catalogs, like old JCPenney catalogs, old Sears catalogs, because I like flipping through the pages and remembering my childhood. To me, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong well, with that. Well, and most collections are based around nostalgia. Right. Things that people exactly. grew up with. It sounds like a very yeah, nostalgic collection. Th- yeah. yeah, exactly. There's been plenty of times I go through it. It's like, oh, crap, I had that. I totally forgot I had that toy. And then sometimes I go on eBay and I buy that toy just because my parents were jerks, and they sold my toys when I moved out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I've often said that if I could go back in time, I'd tell my parents to buy me two of each toy, one for me to play with and one to put away. <laughs> I, would, I, would tell, I would tell my uh, parents to invest in Sears stock, because that, 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 that's really going to go places. You're like, Mom, I got a feeling. Trust me. Invest right around about they 2005. Gonna they're going to merge with Kmart, and they're going big time. It, it's going huge. It's going big. Forget Apple. Forget Amazon. Sears, Sears. is where you want to put your money. We, we still have a Kmart here in my uh, small town in Montana, which it sucks, by the way, but we still have a Kmart. We have a Kmart in my little town, too. Is there a Little Caesars oh, yeah? inside? Yep. Oh, Little Caesar, not at No, ours. we have one um, close by, though. I mean, oh. it's in the next town over. I think every okay, Kmart... I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. The thing that I do collect that I think is maybe a little, little odd <laughs> is I collect old 80s and early 90s cereal boxes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that actually is that's a that's a cool thing. I know a lot of restaurants in Denver like themed ones, whether it's that eighties pizza and there's a uh, breakfast joint down in uh, center uh, downtown Denver. Yeah, and they have old school uh, boxes from the eighties, like they have Mr. T. Yep. Um, Nint- Nintendo, <laughs> yeah, the Nintendo cereal box. Um, but they even had, you know, cereals that you just didn't you forget all about. You're like, oh yeah, I remember that as a kid. Yeah. So yeah, it's neat. Yeah. Some of mine even have the. Some of mine are even sealed. Like Ooh, I have the uh, Ninja Turtle ask. one that's still sealed and has a cereal in it. Oh, and it has I the have, toy inside um, still. It does. It does. And I have uh, some uh, Frosted Flakes from 1990 that's still sealed. Uh, what else? I have C3PO cereal. That one's not sealed, but I still have the box. What's the um, most random like, cereal that you had? Like one that's not around or a thing anymore. Uh, I mean, probably the C-3PO one, yeah. the Star Wars one. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that. And that one was actually my first one. No, that's the second one I got. The first one I got was an old um, one that had Darkwing Duck on the cover because it had those old PVC uh, Darkwing Duck figures inside of it. And I got nice. that at a convention. I and I was like, this is pretty, yeah, this is pretty sweet. I think I'm going to start collecting these little cereal boxes. And oddly enough, a lot of times you can get them pretty cheap on eBay. I mean, I paid a hefty amount for the C-3PO one. But the yep. other ones aren't too bad. Isn't that crazy? When in hindsight you think about when we were kids, like that didn't matter. You just wanted what was in the box—the toy and the cereal. Yep. Even if the cereal was crappy, you didn't care as long as you got the toy in there. Um, I think was it regular Rice Krispies back in the day had Chippendale Rescue Rangers, like the little stamps in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just had, I got that box too. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there was always fancy stuff, and you know, but younger. The younger version of me never thought to keep any of that. It was, you know, nope. the adult, when you see the money that can be made with some of these things, it's it's kind of like, a, like you said, tossing out comic books, you can kick yourself in the butt for tossing some for of these For sure. Things, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, folks, we want to hear from you, 844-790-TALKS, 844-790-8255. If you don't want Tim to win that $30 eBay <laughs> gift card, call now, because I know where he's putting that money. Cereal boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Cereal. 
So while we're waiting, I wanted to go through a, a list of some of the more odd collections that uh, people have. We'll go from tame to slightly more weird. Uh, <laughs> North Carolina dermatologist Manfred Rothstein owns 600 Rothstein <laughs> Manfred Manfred Rothstein owns 675 back scratchers from 71 different countries. Back scratcher. Wow. Back scratcher. <laughs> Carol Vaughn 65 from Birmingham, UK has an impressive collection of more than 5000 bars of soap from all over the world. She's been collecting soap since 1991. That's good clean fun. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. All right. Here's one to turn your stomach. Why would anybody want to collect that? Why? Well, okay, this weird collection of toenail clippings is actually intended for medical research. 30,000 toenail clippings. How about now? You know, that's also what ivory is made out of. Like, ivory is just... Hair follicles, basically. It's bigger toenails clippings. So... I wonder if you can melt those down and make mm. ivory. Probably Tickle not. the ivory. I <laughs> Tickle the toenails. <laughs> John, John Rezanoff owns the bizarre yet most expensive collection of celebrity hair locks in the world. Mm. The collection includes the hair of famous celebrities and historical figures, including Edgar Allan Poe, Albert Einstein, Abraham Lincoln, Marilyn Monroe, and Ludwig von Beethoven. Beethoven. That... Okay, that's weirder than my wig collection, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't think, it, but again. That's kind of cool, like, actually. You have a good reason for the wig collection. Like, if you just collected wigs just to have wigs, like, you're like, I don't do anything with them. I just like the way they sit on my <laughs> mannequin heads. It'd be a little creepy. I don't know if I'd want to go to Wink Island it at that point. It puts the lotion on the skin. I'd be a little afraid, but... If you tell me you're going to Wink Island to rock a different wig every day, like it's 80s night. It's a different Pick characters. your wig. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we've got a little bit of time left if you want to call in and let us know your collection. It can't be any weirder than these. Um, for instance, at 22.1 grams, Graham Barker has the largest collection of belly button fluff. That's... That's... That's, that's, that's hard a, to stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something you can't buy on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get that at Sears. <laughs> Just can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna start selling my belly butt fluff on eBay. People at uh, this show takes off and and that we're like become big time, then it's uh then maybe somebody might. Right. I'm gonna just start like putting a, it aside now. The golden voices uh Belly button lint fuzz. But clone me from uh, belly button fluff. Yeah, belly button fluff. It is golden from the <laughs> golden voice. Here's one. Becky Martz has a banana sticker collection consisting of over 7,000 unique labels. Cool. You know those <laughs> little... <laughs> what do you think of my collection, Ryan? Cool. Uh. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, very strange collections out there. Not appealing. Oh. That one's not appealing. Hey! I, I know you were trying to wrap your head around something. Hey. But, uh, in any case, Tim, you are our winner. winner Thank you winner, for chicken dinner. calling in. Buy yourself some uh, cereal boxes and uh, share some pictures. We want to know uh, what you, you know, use I your think box I think on. I might. <laughs> I might buy Ryan a couple of Nickelback CDs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> more throwbacks. <laughs> uh, you go ahead. This you, you, you go ahead and keep that money. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you remind me that we're about to go to a break. So, Tim, thank you for winning. Hang tight one sec. And when we come back, we're going to talk 90s life hacks. Don't go anywhere. 
Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Friday, June 5th. Uh, boy, what are we teasing or talking about here? The Phoenix Line. Oh, we're teasing. I thought we are teasing Wink Island, baby. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to tell us what you'd like to see on Wink Island, leave us a message at the Phoenix Line, 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line. Give us a call. Talk about anything, maybe your odd collection, what you'd like to see on Wink Island, or your favorite Nickelback song. It doesn't matter, but uh, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, 855-336-4973. Keep it entertaining. We'll put it together. Put it out on a future show. Now, we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, time travel and that, uh, you know, if we went... Great Scott! Yeah, if we went back in time, you know, maybe invest in some uh, Kmart stock or uh, Sears and, and, you know, just watch that money grow. Banana stickers. Banana stickers. Scratch and sniff stickers. Smell like strawberry. Right. Strawberry (laughs) jam. They ain't been scratched yet. Not yet. The smell's there. It's just right under the surface. Kids are going to love them. They're, They're going to put it on them. their peachy folders. Yeah. Peachies. They're trapper keepers. <laughs> trapper keepers. They're going to love that stuff. Keep it with my Pog collection. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I actually do have Pogs still. That's awesome. And plastic. Slam as well. The memories. I feel like those are going to be worth something someday. They could. Maybe. They are coming back. Are they? Yeah. Wait, didn't we talk about that? We, we did. did. What goes around comes around. All right. Now, uh, dropping some nostalgia on you if you guys find yourself venturing back into the 20th century, mm. 1990s. Here are some 1990s life hacks to keep in mind. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Number one, if you want to download a song, start downloading it before bed. It should be about 99% done by the time you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> one song? Yeah, remember. Is that how slow? Was it? Oh, it was really that bad. Slow. One song? One song. Welcome. You've got mail. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. And then you always had to wait for that magic key to connect and for America Online. Wow. Right. Dude. And then you'd watch the status bar go click. Well, yeah, I think it was downloads were what, maybe two megabytes per second? Wow. It was bad. Click. Because you legit had yeah. to, like, and then that's like for those who had like Napster or LimeWire. Yeah. You found your song. It's like that thing all night. You're like, damn, is that new Nickelback song downloaded? <laughs> no, it's not. And you better hope it didn't include a virus. Yeah. Right. No, oh wow. Definitely. Yeah. Speaking of computers, uh, you know, if your mouse was lagging, just take out the ball and clean it. It's probably just dusty. You remember that? Pulling the ball out of the mouse, and it looked like uh, you know the yolk of an overcooked uh, uh, hard-boiled egg. I, I, I remember doing that in a lab class, like at the end of high school. I think that was something you did if you're bored. You looked at it. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't have balls like that in the mouses anymore, do you? No. It's all, it's all lasers. It's all laser lights. <laughs> freaking lasers under this I have one simple request. Mice with freaking laser beams attached to their freaking bottoms. Well, there you go, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the 90s, we also lived in that, that sweet spot uh, um, after... The Thomas Guide and before Waze and uh, Google Maps, we had MapQuest. Yes. Oh, MapQuest. MapQuest. Printing it on your <laughs> printer, and you're like, where am I going to find this in Carson City? <laughs> this town's so damn big. I I'm going to have to MapQuest where you live. I got to MapQuest it. <laughs> you're over by Seeliger. Where the hell's Seeliger? I'll print it out. I'll pull it up. 
do you need to go somewhere later? I'll, you know what? I'll map quest it. I'll print it out. I'll bring it over. Yeah. And God forbid you were going to state over because two pages of map quest. Forget about Too it. Much, forget yeah. about it. Forget about you it. Might map as well stay quest. home. <laughs> wow. This one happened to Tony's computer earlier. Never shut down your computer unless you see the. It's now okay to shut down your computer. <laughs> yeah, you'll lose. That's right. You'll lose your wonderful entertainment news. That's right. You about, did have to uh, wait, didn't you? Yeah. I w I don't know. I didn't always respect it, but I've never. I've never. You're uh, like I don't. I'm I'm okay. Thanks. Like you don't need to update. You don't need to do it. Well, yeah. My laptop decided to do that before. Good news, everybody. And but, all of a sudden, your your firmware's re firmware updating. Freaking firmware. I'm freaking hanging, hang, blowing in the breeze. <laughs> uh, before the days of digital video gaming, we had uh, something called cartridges. Cart then, oh, I remember those. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And if it wasn't working, all you had to do was just give it a blow. Just a... <laughs> <laughs> I remember... I, that was frustrating. Like, like luckily, the Super Nintendo, you didn't have to do that right? much. No. The Sega Genesis, you had to do that a couple times. But the old Nintendo, man... Like, everybody had that problem. Or just even if somebody slightly stomped their foot in the same room, and, <laughs> right. and like you're in the middle of a game, and all of a sudden... The, oh, you lost everything. Lost all everything. your progress. Yeah. Yep. And back then, video games were a pain in the ass where you had to play through, because it's oh, yeah. not like you could stop and be like, I'll come back right. after lunch. You could pause it, turn off your TV, and, and like pray go to no sleep, and yep. then come back the next day. Because yeah. right. if that thing was done... Oh. All the way back. Remember, I mean, remember the flashing blue screen. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Or that blink. If that light blinked, you were pissed. Yep. yep. We were talking <laughs> uh, during one of the breaks that you know sometimes you had to just slightly click it down, right. not all the way, just to just or to even sure. put a game on top of the other game. Yes. To hold it down. Yeah. There were so many different methods. I did alcohol with the Q-tip. Yeah. Oh, I did the Q-tip thing too. Having it a little, hanging it out over the edge a little bit, and then just pushing it down hard. Yeah. Wow. Now, do you guys ever find yourself doing the same thing? Uh, I keep my phone in my pocket, and sometimes you know, a little link gets into the, the charging yep. port, and so you plug it in, it's not working. I'll, yep. I'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> little, <laughs> giving your phone a little blow there. Yeah. A little nostalgic blow. Yeah. Little Nostalgi <laughs> nostalgic blows. <laughs> Go back to being a little Christian in Battletoads. Here's some stock you can invest in. Oh, that was a fun game. Brought me back. <laughs> Here's some more stock you guys could invest in. When you get a two-day rental from Blockbuster in the evening, you actually have until the morning of the third day to return it without a late fee. The third day. Thir third Thursday. Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monday, no. one day. Tuesday, oh. two day. Wednesday, what? <laughs> yeah, Wednesday. Oh, Blockbuster movies, dude. Get that crap back, dude. You weren't um, the video maniacs. I, I, I did. The the. The whole fact of uh, late fees were a pain, man, because people would miss it just by, like, a little, and it would be, like, a full-on another rental, and people argued late fees all the time. Now, I'm happy to admit, because I do not work for that company no more. They don't exist either. Um, but uh, I used to in high school, and I think that's the only way I got the cute girls to kind of go, hi, Tony. I'd delete your late fees if you were a cutie. Ooh. Oh, dude, yeah. A lot of cute girls came through Video Maniacs. Suave, suave San, oh. San Filippo oh, Suave. You got, a, you got a free rental tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Hey. I think that's how I got some of them cute girls to be my Facebook friends later in life. They're like, oh, that's the that's the guy that gave us the free rental. We'll accept that. <laughs> yeah, you're. Oh, we're well, going to unfriend him after today's show because he collects Funko Pops. 
<laughs> I would be surprised if he lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> That's your basement, though. Do you do the show from your basement? No, I do it from uh, the Is that upstairs, upstairs room. Yeah, it's upstairs Oh, it's room, upstairs. Yeah. It feels I, like a downstairs to me. It does. It. I've man-caved it upstairs like... It's hot as hell up there when I do it. Is it? Oh, dude. You're man attic. My man attic. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) It's my man attic. And no, I don't live with my mom. I live on my own. Ladies. Here's one for you. When burning your next ripped Smash Mouth, Nirvana, or Alanis Morissette CD, make sure you close all programs to avoid buffer underrun. (laughs) Well, you ought to know. That doesn't sound good. Buffer underrun. Just remember that buffering. Buffering. Yeah, that's right. Well, you should just cancel it anyway if it's Smash Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's an unpopular opinion. Yeah. I'm, I don't think it's that good of a band. Hey I, there. I don't either. <laughs> You're an all-star. Get your game on. <laughs> Go. Play. <laughs> Here's one. Back in the days when payphones actually existed, if you needed to be picked up, you didn't have cell phones, you call collect and quickly just say, hey, it's me. Come pick me up. Click. I do remember that. I did that. that a lot. I do remember that. And 1-800-COLLECT was the big one. 1-800- yeah. yeah. You've got a collect call from. Hurry up. I'm at the movie theater. Love you. Bye. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, man, I haven't thought about that in years. What and then way- you actually had to be places. If you said you were going to be somewhere, there yeah. was a life hack. Yeah. It just went. You just showed up. It was amazing how we were able to cheat the system like that. <laughs> I know. Like that. It's so cool. You always figure it out. You know what was fun back in the day, too, with phones? Oh, prank calls were the best back then because, oh, yeah. like, caller ID no caller wasn't ID. a thing, man, and you just could terrorize people with <laughs> that. And it was fun, and the Jerky Boys were popular, oh, yeah. so they inspired a so lot of good. that. Yeah. We, used to put, we used to make some songs, and they were very uh, ex- explicit, <laughs> and we'd be like, Hi, we're a new um, up-and-coming music group from the area. We want to uh, just show you one of our tunes, get your thoughts on it, and then we'll just play like, the worst. <laughs> the worst stuff. The worst stuff. Sorry. Early Nickelback. No. It was probably It was better, better right? than that, better. dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, before text messaging, where are you at? Who yeah. this? No, yeah. exactly. No. New phone, who this? Right, right. Well, e- awesome. even the 90s was the, you know, the very late 90s was the beginning of text messaging, but it wasn't as easy. It was 222. Yeah, it four, was those weird four, pagers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Six, like, I never had five, a pager, but seven, there was... Seven, seven, seven. That's right. The girl I dated had a green pager, and I'm like, she's like, oh. And I'm like, is that thing even active? Like, what's it doing? What's a green pager? It was just a Motorola. It was just oh, it, it was green. It was green. Yeah, and it clipped on. It was just the color green. It was just the color. Okay. Green. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a particular. It was thing. a green pager. She had a green pager. She had a drug dealer on speed dial. She was a drug dealer. She turned out to be a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> she ruined my life. <laughs> this summer, Sticky Finger San Filippo stars in The Late Fee. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Sticky Fingers, do you remember uh, having to get out of your car and uh, hide your radio? You pull the face off, yeah. stick oh, it under your geez, seat, take it yes. with you. Is that is that could still be a thing, right? Yeah. Taking off the I got my new Pioneer deck. <laughs> my Pioneer deck at Quality Auto. What was the car the car place here in Reno that exotic oh, or, or in Carson exotic, exotic car audio? Was it? I think that was where it's like dollar installation. Dollar or? installation. And then you had the big like subwoofer box and yeah, you had to do that. You yeah. like you had to get that face face off. <laughs> 
of that of the pioneer and it's like you walked around this big ass uh, case and that was what's in your pocket well it's just it's the front of my pioneer that, stereo is, you know is that a pioneer deck in your pocket yes. or are you just happy to i'll have this letter to crank my nickel back <laughs> and uh, as we head into the break this is one that uh tony was famous for in the 90s ladies nothing like a guy with frosted tips huh Frosted tips. Oh, frosted oh, tips. Frosted tips. Frosty tips. Sticky fingers. Charles is coming to you live from the Reno, Nevada Marketplace Mall. I rocked frosted tips too. I not, like it. Not anymore. When we come back, <laughs> bringing it back. We've got this day in history. Ryan's going to take us through. Don't go anywhere. Don't go. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, June 5th. We're headed in the week, and we're having fun. As always. Yeah, this in-studio this week has been awesome. It's been awesome. Like, I wish I could do this all the time for the show. Like, this is... Good chemistry in house. Yeah, this good is the vibe. vibe. This yeah. is where it's at. And yes. the in betweens are even more fun than conversations. Yep. Yes. Yeah. If you guys want to share in the fun, maybe you missed part of this show, any of the earlier in the week, or any of the shows, and you want to catch up, head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix show, and uh, find what you need there. Or you can head over to wherever you get podcasts Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart. Doozer, Deezer, Dozer, and Gozer. Are you the key master? <laughs> I knew you'd have something for that. <laughs> While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and uh, tell your friends. Sharing is caring. I think a podcast channel, the Gozer podcast channel, that would be pretty cool. But there's a gazillion Hoser. of them out there. Hey, Gozer. You knob, you hoser. Hoser, Gozer. <laughs> for our friends up north. <laughs> But uh, we have reached the final segment of the show. It all, it, it's always so sad to see it go, but we're always so ha- happy for it to be here yes. because we learn some stuff. That's right. We have a little fun with it. And as always, Ryan takes us through this day in history. Us in the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat, Ryan Wink. That's right. Your right, correspondent your on the beat. Correspondent on the beat. Live from Wink Island, it's Ryan Wink. Yeah. Live from Wink Island, <laughs> the tropical world was turned on its head <laughs> when Ryan Wink loses his island due to bad investments in Sears stocks. He invested in Sears stocks. <laughs> and pogs. And he let Joe Exotic run the financial side of the business. Carol Biaskin. <laughs> Garen gosh darn tea. It's going to be a good segment right here, y'all. Here we go, baby. Oh, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I can't wait to go home. You're like, I'm tired. Every time I hear Carol Baskin, I'm like. I want to watch it. <laughs> well, guess what happened today what? in 1844? The Some... YMCA was founded. Fantastic. That's why we stay in the Y. M-C-A. They have everything. Yeah, including uh, American Indians yep. and policemen and construction, right. construction workers. Yeah. Uh, and was the other one a biker? Biker. I want to say there was one more I'm missing. Uh, 
Uh, I think four, right? I think it was four. Y, one for yeah. Y, one for M, one for C, and one for A. And you know it's fun to stay. <laughs> I'll take your word at it. Man, 1844, right. huh? Uh, yep. What a hell of a good time that was. Um, This this was a bit of a wrinkle in time. In mm. 1882, the electric iron, iron was patented by Henry W. Seeley. Another free pun from Ryan. You like that? You like that? Yeah, before they had, like, you would put coals in there and... and uh, right. I mean, that just sounds like a dangerous. I was going to yeah. say, it's kind of a pain in the ass to iron in general. I mean, how hard is it really to plug it in and do it, but... Handheld steamer. Yes. That's where it's at. Awesome. Boom. Plug the solution. <laughs> Easy. Done. Boom. Bada right. bing, bada boom. This is crazy. I didn't know this. In 1889, the Great Fire in Seattle destroys 25 downtown blocks. Wow. <sighs> Made way for uh, the future Starbucks right there. <laughs> Throw them crickets. <laughs> Throw them crickets. <laughs> Cue the crickets. Cue the crickets. Cue the crickets. What year was that again? 1889. So that's back when they had like the bucket brigades. Right. Where they yeah. just had a line of people just handing buckets along. Yeah. And, and that's actually tomorrow in history. But we, I won't be here, <laughs> so I'm mixing it. Don't spoil it. No, no. I got... I got to be honest with the people. Somebody's some because I won't be here for the weekend. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> just on repeat. And Everybody's replay. working for the weekend. Okay, lover boy. <laughs> Jeez, twenty-five downtown blocks. That's crazy. And um, this is an explosive uh, piece of uh, history. Pre-pun. Piece, piece on, of dinky. On nineteen twelve, the eruption <clears throat> of the Nova Rupta. In Alaska begins the largest volcanic eruption of the 20th century. I did not know that. Wow. That was my explosive uh, that was piece explosive. of history. Um, Super volcanoes coming in July on this season of Jumanji 2020. <laughs> Liquid hot magma. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna just jump into. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna jump into this next one here. The first Don't nylon parachute jump. 1942. This is just a plain piece of history right here. Like plain, like... Yeah, right, okay. exactly. <laughs> I'm all about the crickets. It's Friday, okay? Throw me a freaking bone. Oh, all right, moving right along. Well, and... Okay. You know, I mentioned yesterday that I, if it goes to space, if it goes in a hot air balloon, or if it means jumping out of an airplane... Who is the maniac to be the first for any of those? Um, me after about two apple teenies. <laughs> and a princess yum yum. This guy gets right. crazy off some apple teenies. Apple teenies. I'm talking to bushes. Who's the maniac that tried pineapple on pizza for the first time? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who's the maniac who tried any food for the first time? Right? Think about it. My stomach hurts. I need to put something in it. These berries look... <laughs> Safe. That's the Apple Teenies dog. Yeah, it was I know? <laughs> um, you know, it's. <laughs> I was gonna try something. It just didn't come out. <laughs> On this day in 1965, Rolling Stones released single "I Can't Get No Satisfaction." Satisfaction. That's a good song. I I was always more of a bam, Beatles bam, guy. Bam, yeah, bam, the bam. Rolling Stones. They're good. They're good. Well, you'll love this uh, little piece of news then. Um, on this day in, where is it? Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, well, basically, Yoko Ono and oh, uh, John friend, Lennon yeah. made an unannounced appearance at the uh, Fillmore in New York. 
Okay. So right. I know he's a big Yoko Ono fan. Oh. Yoko. Loves him some Yoko. Hey, loves Yoko. Numero he Ono loves, in his heart. Loves Numero Yoko ono. more than pineapple. <laughs> we, we were talking about uh, celebrity hair locks. Yoko Ono. Yep. yep. That, that's your posse. In a safe. It's mm. your posse. For your birthday, I'm getting you a Yoko Ono Funko Pop. I'm sure they exist. <laughs> They've got to. It's got to be there. You sh- really should. Yeah. Be a good gag gift. Good white elephant. <laughs> right. <gift. laughs> exactly. Uh, another fly piece of news here. Is um, it fly for a white guy? <laughs> first, not wait. No, I did that one. <laughs> first air flight out of sight of land from Scotland to Norway. Ooh. Again, a first where you're not seeing land anymore. Anything could happen. Yeah. Who was the maniac that did that? Uh, they don't even say who say, it is. I think that's pretty cool, though, that there is people crazy enough to try these things and right? do them like that. Well, yeah. Because only uh, 30 years later, American Airlines commences operations in 1944. American Airlines, all yeah. this day. Yeah, if it wasn't for the first one, we wouldn't have the second one. Yeah. Maybe. American Wait, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. You guys ever fly American Airlines? Oh, yeah. I lived in Alaska for a long time. Oh, so okay. I've, I've flown many a flown times. Flown many a times. I think I'm spoiled with Southwest. I kind of just stick with them. Right. And I've tried my cheapy frontier and yeah. spirits, and you, you Allegiant. pay, yeah, pay <laughs> the <laughs> price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That that discount ain't uh, free. Oh, no, <laughs> those you freebies learned. ain't you free. Yeah. All right, you bad boy. No more freebies. No more canned water for you. Yes. Oh. No tinny flavor. Damn it. What else is going? <laughs> no, I was just. I'm enjoying. I was just letting that yeah, silence like, roll just, for a just second. Go, yeah. Feels like an eternity on air. It does. Oh, let's see. What else do we this have? This day in history, Weak oh. Island was four. You know, on this day in 1937, Henry Ford initiates a 32-hour work week. Now, I know Christian would love a 32-hour work week. Yeah, I would. Sounds good. (laughs) That sounds like a vacation. He's he's doubling that. Yeah. Yeah? It's bad. After the movie Ford vs. Ferrari, I'm not a fan of Henry Ford. I don't know. Just how he's portrayed in that. Seemed kind of like a jerk. Was Henry Ford in that? Because I thought that took place in the 70s and... Henry Ford's well, it was oh, the, Ford, the oh, Ford's family. family. You know, oh, it was his grandson. grandson. Yeah, yeah. They, just whoever the main guy was made me not like Ford very much. Like, yeah, he was. I don't know. He was it was a, such a great movie, but he like, was a jerk. I got irked by it, and I usually don't get irked by a character on TV, but that one did. Disappointed. <laughs> you know, I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time to get into weird holidays. I love day. weird holidays. So it's a festival of popular delusion day. Yes, every day I have a, a person I can't mention on air delusionally thinks that he's fantastic and does a great job at everything he does. You're not talking <laughs> about it's his me, holiday. Right? No, I don't okay. know. Right. no. Yeah. And after this, uh, Ryan's headed over to Wink Island. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. Like that could be a reality. I like the seeds were planted. I think it can too. I'm not making am, fun of it. I legit. I'm focusing am my on board. my powers of and, manifestation on and, that. And we got to have a Winkleberry Day. I'm I, every Wink, day's Winkle. Today's Winkleberry Day. <laughs> Winkleberry Pie. Well, it's also National Donut Day. Ooh, Ooh I like donuts. That's so, one I can get behind. That, yeah. I'm, what do you say? We get a whole mess of donuts after the show. I like it. <laughs> and, and we got time for one more. I think it's National Attitude Day, and it's all just about having a positive attitude. Absolutely. No yeah. matter what you're going through. Have a good attitude. Attitude you, is everything, you, you know? You dictate the, how your day goes. That's right. Yeah. So national attitude. So I'll leave you with that to head into the That's weekend. Good. Positive. Perfect. And Folks, uh, appreciate you guys. Have a good attitude. We're going to the weekend. We'll see you all Monday. Yee! Yee!